Well, hey there, everybody. It's meteorologist Andrew Gorton here, joined with Chief Meteorologist Dave Turley here for this edition of the First Alert Weather Podcast. How are you doing, Dave? I am doing great, Andrew, and uh, we're now steadily into January, getting past the holidays yeah. and Suddenly, getting ready for 2021. It's that weird time of the year where we don't have a lot of big things to, to look forward to. You know, we had the the crazy holiday after holiday after holiday, and then it kind of slows down. Of course, we have Martin Luther King Day coming up, which is um, always a good day of remembrance. But as for big holidays, we're kind of getting more into the uh, the normalcy of hopefully hopefully a, a calmer 2021. And we already had kind of a weird weather event. You know, it's not completely uncommon with the, the scenario that we had above us air-wise, but a little bit of uh, action falling from the sky here. Uh, last yeah. night. We're recording this. This is Thursday, uh, January 14th. So last night, Wednesday night on the 13th, we had uh, a little bit of precipitation moving through. And yes. it was in the form of a little bit of some frozen precipitation. Didn't accumulate for anything, but it's not something that you would normally think of that we had in this area. No. So with, with grapple or, or small sleet pellets, um, one of, sleet's a little bit harder. It's going to bounce more. Uh, it's more solidly frozen. This can happen even whenever the surface temperature itself is well above freezing, which is where we were at. So another example, I've seen this. This was a few years ago whenever I was in southwest Georgia. It was the afternoon, not even nighttime. It was the afternoon, 52 degrees, and we had sleet and grapple falling from the sky. Just Some of it was kind of sticking to the hood of the car. Some of it was bouncing off. So really what you have to look at is the mid and the upper level of the atmosphere. Now, we get two of those readings a day with the weather balloons that go up in our area. And we had seen to the west of us, uh, it, you know, that is a scenario that had happened already over there. They had had reports of, of similar things. Now, for us... The, the rain chance was already low, but we got it maybe a couple more communities than what we thought got some of the rain. And since they tapped into some of that colder air, you know, it actually came down to the surface. And it was a little bit of convective as well. I was watching yesterday and they had a little bit of some lightning show up uh, out near Macon. And it was yeah. probably around three in the afternoon. I'm like, whoa, was that lightning? Mm -hmm. We weren't expecting anything. Two little lightning strikes. And then that was it. And I go into the chat, National Weather Service chat, into coming out of uh, Atlanta, the uh, Peachtree City. And, yep, sure enough, they're talking about the, they had a little what they're calling uh, thunder grapple yeah. out there. Had a little reports of that. So it, the air was primed for that. Mm -hmm. And then we started to get a little bit of precip. It was probably closer to 6, 7 o'clock in our area as yeah. it moved on through. And then it really kind of to ramp up. Uh, around eight o'clock or so as it moved through the coastal regions. If you're looking at the radar, when you see the, once you kind of get past the greens, that's where Dave's talking about a little bit more convective, has a little higher density. So with the thunder, which would have been in middle Georgia, you have to have convection that can, can really hold up these little ice pellets. So you have to have an updraft that will bring a little snowflake through super cooled water. So that is kind of going up and down through an updraft in the summertime. That's how we get hail. You get, uh, water that goes up and down, up and down, and accumulates into something that eventually the updraft can't hold anymore, and it falls to the ground as hail. This a little bit of a different process, but it was falling through cold air above us, didn't have enough 
of that time to melt at a warmer temperature until it actually got to the surface. So, of course, if you had snow and we had rain or precipitation, the whole atmospheric layer would have been at or below 32 degrees, and that was just not the case. There was a, a cold sector in there to where some of this could form and then make it to the ground where it was well above freezing. So just kind of cool, interesting, something fun, you know, did not impact any travel whatsoever. Had some people asking us about it. It didn't last that long either. No, it was like it, 10 it was, minutes. It was a blip. It was a blip, but it's, it's also, it, it's just kind of interesting. And, and sticking with the whole winter theme this is not for us but it is the season for Alberta Clippers and with this we've had a lot of uh, wind uh, out in the northwest and the northern plains there's actually blizzard warnings for a good chunk of the north central plains right now and really it happened in December and January not going to affect us it never does these stay on the border of Canada and the northern United States, but they form in the uh, Providence of Alberta. They they swing on down. Usually, they're moving at a, a swift clip. So that's why, one of the reasons they're they're called a clipper. You know, that's that's kind of the naming process there. And Alberta, of course, where they originate these lows. Usually, they don't have a lot of moisture with them, but you could get um, obviously if you have a blizzard warning, you're going to have some snow with it. So I think some areas could get five inches plus. You can have blowing snow. I know some wind gusts. I, I believe. Montana, the weather service out there recorded wind gusts over 90. Wow. Um, I know that uh, also the high wind warnings are in effect for wind gusts over 60, 70 for some areas. So uh, with that, of course, we don't have to worry about it again. No, just talking about here. kind of what's <laughs> happening in, in the in the country right now. And with that, you really will get power outages. I know uh, related to it, Pacific Northwest yesterday morning, so Wednesday morning out in Oregon, they had over half a million customers without power. I mean, that's a big chunk of people. Um, so, you know, they're used to it, just like we're used to, you know, our seasons of weather that we have here. That's something that they have to deal with. And, and for once, we get to watch from afar and see what's happening. So if you're watching the news later on and you see maybe a, a national story about weather up north or you have friends, family up, up in the north or the northeast, this will transfer over that way here over uh, the next couple of days. You know, growing up in upstate New York, we uh, saw the uh, weather guys and watched TV talking about the Alberta Clippers. And for us, what it meant up in New York, usually, like you said, they're fast-moving systems, mm-hmm. usually not a lot of moisture, but you can get some snow out of it. So that's yeah. what we always looked at that, you know, fast-moving little dusting or a couple inches of snow uh, for upstate New York. But, you know, we're going to get that out of here. And uh, once we get this cold front coming up here, uh, which we're tracking coming up for our Friday. Right. And that is going to bring us uh, maybe a few scattered showers, not a big rain event. Right, right But right. behind it, this is going to bring in some co- much colder weather. So I know we, st- we had a lot of clouds this week, and everybody's been happy to see the sunshine, oh, which yeah. we're seeing here today. Tomorrow we get more clouds, but we got a lot of sun coming up for the weekend. But we got a first alert weather day we're tracking coming up for our Sunday morning. And the reason we're, we're calling it a first alert weather day is we expect to see a freeze in here. Uh, in the morning hours, especially along and west of Interstate 95, and maybe even going to see some upper 20s in here uh, for some of those inland areas. So now is the time, as we keep talking about that, to just to give you the alert. If you've got tender vegetation, tender plants or uh, trees or, you know, uh, whatever that is susceptible to the cold, now is the time to go in there and uh, take precautions and, and decide what you are going to do, whether you cover it up, uh, bring them inside. Some people, I think, if you have some of the fruit trees or stuff like that, yeah. maybe throw some water on there so protect it from the freeze. But 
That'll yeah. be Sunday morning. I, I don't have fruit trees. I don't know exactly what you're supposed to do, but it's funny you say that because just taking a walk around the neighborhood, I've seen, I don't know if they're lemons, limes, they kind of all look the same when they're just growing, but I'm like, man, it's January. Maybe this is the time that they grow. I have no idea. But sensitive vegetation, make sure you guys are taking care of those. And I know a lot of us aren't going to be up at six, seven o'clock Sunday morning, unless you're taking the dog out, you're going to an early service, whatever you're doing. Winchell and Savannah, and this is one of the, you know, closer to the coast communities, going to be in the mid-20s, mid-upper 20s. So whenever it's that cold and that dry, especially behind a front, it doesn't take much wind to give you that wind chill. So it's not going to be a consistent feels like temperature, but when you feel the wind pick up, that's when you're going to notice, ah, it's already close to freezing. It's going to feel like the 20s. And we always say dress for the feels like temperature. So right. the temperature, actual air temperature, you know, could be 31, 30, whatever. But, you know, it'll feel like that with the wind. And that's what you want to dress like the uh, 20s. Yeah, even even areas right along the coast where it's a little bit warmer this time of the year with the, the ocean temperature still in the 50s, typically a little bit breezier right on the coast too. So even if, you know, say Hilton Head, Tybee, St. Simon's anywhere from 35 to 40, you're going to have a little bit stronger breeze. So you could have feels like temperatures that are relatively equivalent to areas that are actually colder inland. So maybe not quite as cold, but but they're going to make up for a little bit with that wind. Yeah. And looking ahead um, for next week, we start out, we have Martin Luther King Jr. Day here on Monday. No parade this year here right. in Savannah, but you know, people will still be out, you know, uh, doing the honoring mm-hmm. uh, Dr. King's legacy. So you might be out doing some some stuff around the neighborhood or what have you. Uh, it'll be uh, nice. It'll be dry. We'll have a mix of sun and clouds and a little bit milder out there as well from the weekend, but still that's our kind of our transitionary day mm-hmm. be- before those 60s return for a lot of next week. Yeah, I mean, it will be a bit on the cool side, below average here for this weekend with highs in the 50s, but it does look like long range, maybe a little uh, light at the end of the tunnel for people who are hoping for some warmer weather. Yeah, looking at the uh, three-month outlook uh, from NOAA, which they release here, and this is going to be for February, March, and April. Got a pretty good chance of seeing those uh, temperatures maybe a little bit above average, which will be nice. Uh, again, this is for February, March, and April, and is looking at the precipitation, uh, maybe a little bit drier than average out there as well. Yeah, you know, um, there's always good and bad when it comes to rain or not rain locally for um, farmers. Some people want the rain after they plant stuff. Some people, you know, they want it to be dry while they're harvesting. So whenever they turn peanuts over, things like that, of course, not this time of the year, but you need it to be dry for a few days. So I'm sure there are pros to con- and cons to everything. But, uh, you know, if we're still going to get rain, but maybe a little bit lower than the climate average for that span. Yeah, and you never can tell. Again, this is just the, uh, the outlook, the probability of what could be happening out there. But, of course, you can get one big storm, can bring in a lot of right. rain. And you know, it, it just don't know. But average it looks like a little warmer, maybe a little drier. Yeah, and with averages, of course, these get adjusted because technically we're in a La Nina this year. And it hasn't completely acted like how you would expect it to but we can have these you know smaller scale thermodynamic events that affect uh, impact us locally whereas when you look at la nina impacts it's going to do it more so by region like the southeast or the northwest or the central plains so for us maybe a little bit different than what you would typically expect but uh, you know maybe drying out is something that is is in our future yeah, and I think so. And I think that's exactly what we're going to be seeing up here for a lot of us coming up here as we head on into uh, the beginning of next week. And we're going to keep things uh, pretty quiet as we're out there as well. Yeah, we'll take the quiet while we've got it. Uh, and um, 
I hope you guys just continue to stay safe. I know numbers are high. We're still being safe here over at the station as well. Glad to still be able to work in the studio. Hoping it stays that way, of course. But just want you guys who are listening to just continue to be safe so we can uh, get back to normal here when we can. And I guess that'll do it here for uh, this edition of the First Alert Weather Podcast. Dave, thank you uh, for for uh, taking the time out of your day to do this. And thanks, everyone, for listening. We're going to see you again next time on the next edition of the First Alert Weather Podcast. Thank you.